This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Happy Monday afternoon. It is Isaac Signs here on the Pro Football Chase Podcast. And looking forward to, to talk some more football. We're here on June 20th, 3.33 p.m. Central Time. And of course, as I did last week, uh, my buddy NFL Safety, J.J. Wilcox, is joining the show. We're going to break sure. down some of these... Uh, some defenses, who we think's on the rise, maybe some breakout players. It's going to be a good podcast, man. Excited. So first off, let's toss it over to JJ. How you doing today, man? And did you have a great Father's Day on Sunday? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. I did. I did, man. I had a blessed one. My wife and my family did a great job of spoiling me, um, giving me my one day that as Father's Day get. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I got to see my kids run around in the backyard, man, and that's what it's about. So I had a very blessed one. How about yours? Yeah, man, it was good. Uh, kind of, you know, we spoke a little bit off uh, off the, the line and uh, talked about a great brisket I had and, and got to see my dad and, and spend some time, go to church and all mm-hmm. that good stuff, man. So it's it's been a blessed start to the week again on Mondays. Excited to get talking some NFL football. I was telling you, man, it's June 20th. We're about a month away from NFL training camp getting going. So we're in that phase where we can feel footballs in the air, but we're not just there yet. So we're going to talk some football in this podcast so we can fill that void for all those of you who are listening and wanting to learn some more in-depth football analysis. But JJ, as I mentioned, this podcast, I want to talk about some potential breakout players, you know, offensive players that... Uh, around the league, a lot of young talent, man, that has been right. injected into the NFL per se. And so I'll go ahead and kick us off here. I'm going to okay. drop a name, a player that I am very well acclimated with. I mean, he he follows my page. I've, I've communicated with him several times. And he's a guy that was a standout at Ohio State. He has battled injuries, 2019 second round pick. Limited to seven games as a rookie, two games in 2020, six games in 2021 due to multiple injuries. And this player is Colts wide receiver Paris Campbell. Um, I'm a big fan of Paris Campbell going back to Ohio State. I mean, they've always been loaded at the wide receiver position. But Paris Mm -hmm. Campbell, man, dynamic playmaker. He has the speed to be a game changer. He just hasn't quite been able to stay healthy. But I'll tell you why, JJ, I'm giving you Paris Campbell as a potential breakout player is because of who's under center. 
We talked about mm-hmm. Matt Ryan last podcast. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan obviously knows how to utilize a bevy of weapons. You got Michael Pittman Jr., who's the big target on the outside. Then you got Paris Campbell, who can work in the slot, can work as that number two wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton doesn't look like he's returning to Indy. So this is a year for Paris Campbell to finally get back to 100% health, put it out there. He's got 34 career receptions, 360 yards, two touchdowns through his three years. But, J.J., I have a feeling that Paris Campbell could be in for a big-time season in that Colts passing attack, maybe getting that six, 700 yards receiving, five or six touchdowns. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of his. Yep, that's a nice pick. That's a nice pick. Um, I had one from Andy myself. But, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of respect for Paris. He does a lot of great things, one great solid routes. And uh, I'm excited for him and look forward him to, um, to this year as well, too. All right, first play off the board. Um, it was tough. But I, I, I've been a fan of this guy for a while. I'm going to go um, Allen Robinson out to the Rams. I've uh, been a fan of his for a long, long time. I wouldn't necessarily say that he would have a comeback year. I think last year was kind of things was thrown off far as contract-wise, you know, understanding that the, the offense, you know, the coaches going through different stuff, changes through the front offices, you know, bad motion stuff here. Had a rookie quarterback coming in. Uh, once you know that, once you get rookies in, you got to do more stuff off of them and off their ability. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to Allen Robinson, man. Like I said, I'm going to go back to 2020 when he had 1,250 yards receiving, uh, six touchdowns. And even then, they still had a great balance of running and passing, but Allen still stuck out, man. And I'm excited to see he, what he can do out there with Sean McVay. We all know the genius that he is on the off, off, offensive side of the ball. They got a good running game. It's not like they're going to throw it to him 20 to 30 times. No need to when you got Cooper Cup on the other side as well. So I'm excited to see what Sean McVay do. Um, big body. I know they like to do a lot of play action offers. You got somebody that can get it to him and Matthew Stafford. Um, I'm excited for that, man. And um, I think there's going to be a good pair out there in the Rams. Man, I'm glad you brought Allen Robinson into the discussion, JJ, because he's kind of a player that was forgotten mm-hmm. last year, you know, being in Chicago. Yeah. Um, I know he also dealt with a high ankle sprain, so he was not fully healthy. And then, of course, you got caught in that quarterback carousel where Justin mm-hmm. Fields was just learning the ropes. So Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, Nick Foles a little bit, right. you know. And so the Rams came out of left field, gave him a mm-hmm. big three-year contract, right? And so now you put him into that high-powered offense, as you just alluded to, Cooper Cup. We know the type of impact player he's there. And then Matthew Stafford and then Van Jefferson, who's an emerging wide receiver as well. Yep. And so Allen Robinson, man, I think a lot of people forget that he is one of the most talented wideouts in the NFL. So you put him in that L.A. system, I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to thrive. So I'm glad you brought him into the mix. All right, so here's another player right here, JJ, that is entering his second season. 2021 third-round pick out of Tennessee. This guy is a physical possession-wide receiver that is going to benefit from playing with two other superstar-wide receivers, and he's got a heck of a quarterback to throw in the ball. This is Chargers-wide receiver Joshua Palmer. Now, Joshua Mm. Palmer, all right, 33 receptions, 353 yards, four touchdowns in his rookie season. We know Keenan Allen, they re-signed Mike Williams to that big uh, contract extension. So those two guys are going to be the top options, right? But that's where Joshua Palmer comes into the mix. 
all the opposing defenses will try to figure out ways on how to contain Keenan Allen and Williams. And that's where I believe Josh Palmer will come in to big production with Justin Herbert in that offense that is really headed in the right direction. So I'm a big fan of Josh Palmer. I think he's due for, for a nice uh, 2022 campaign. Oh, nice. I agree. I agree. That is, that one came from left field, but I can definitely see that. It definitely got the makings of everything that you say, especially with those two big targets. And it's easy for a three or four to get in there and have a big season and, and have a big year. So, yeah, I agree with you. Cool, cool, cool. Well, this one, I'm going to go rookie. I'm going to go rookie. I'm going to go my um, my guy, Damian Pierce from okay. Florida, going to Houston. Big fan of his. Always been a big fan of his. I think he was kind of um, not overshadowed. I guess, you know, like I say, back with Florida, they was having the coach carousel as well, up and down and stuff. But he stood out a lot, man. Tough runner, physical runner. I think Houston is going to use him a lot just because of the simple fact that I don't think they have a past identity yet. No no one that I have to focus, no number one, true number one or two. But they have guys there, don't get me wrong. So I, I'm liking Damian Pierce here, like I say, I think the AFC South is still up for toss, um, even though that Indy is a strong candidate for number one there in uh, AFC South. So I think they depend heavy on their run game. And why not to somebody that with young, with good wheels, good vision, great speed, good size, um, used to getting the ball, getting the dirty yarders. I think that would be big in Houston um, to kind of get feature him and use him and use his skills at what he's good at, which is down nose and pounding the ball 20 to 25 times a game. Yeah, that's spot on. I mean, Houston with Davis Mills still developing, they're going to rely heavily on that run game. Um, I know they added Marlon Mack, but Damian Pierce, man, I watched a lot Mm -hmm. of him. Um, SEC Saturdays on CBS, a tough runner, a guy that makes guys miss out in the open field. He's got that deceptive speed, explosive. And then the good thing about him, JJ, is because there was a, a mix of guys running the ball for the Gators, he's got fresh legs. And yeah, so, you saying. know, when you yes. have a guy getting to the NFL with that type of pedigree, I think uh, big things are ahead for that guy. Right. And not only that, he's a South Georgia kid, too. So shout <laughs> from out. The, yeah. From the, yeah. Shout out to South Georgia, man. So, yep, I'm excited for him. All right. Here's the next name right here. Broncos tight end. Now, I'm about to butcher mm. this guy's last name. I'm going to give it my best try. Albert O'Quag Bugnam. He is okay. the uh, tight end for the Broncos. Now, a lot of people may not know who he is. He's not on the radar yet. That's because he's been sitting behind Noah Fan on the depth chart. We know that in that big blockbuster trade that sent Wilson to Denver, Noah uh-huh. Fant was part of that return package, and he's now in Seattle, right? So now Albert O, I'll call him by, is now being called upon to be the team's number one tight end. Now, if you talk to Broncos fans, J.J., they're really excited about this guy because 6'5", 258 pounds, even with Fant sitting ahead of him in the depth chart and, and not the best quarterback play from Drew Locke, he still had 33 receptions, 330 yards, two touchdowns, a really good blocker. And so this is a guy that I think can burst onto the scene here and take a lot of people by surprise because you know that Russell Wilson – when he uh-huh. airs it out, the guy can throw 30 to 40 times a game, right? And so at receiver, they're loaded with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, I mean, K.J. Hamler. But at the tight end position, I'm telling you, this guy, Albert O, just keep tabs on him, especially okay. those of you who are playing Probably fantasy does. and you want to try to stash a player or two. This guy, I believe, can come on strong and really emerge as one of Russell Wilson's top targets. 
Nice. Yeah, I agree with you too. And don't also forget about the dump plays and play action. We had to throw it to the flags and that turned into a big game too. So um, good quarterbacks know how important having a good tight end is. So he's in a great situation with somebody that can definitely understand those and understand that, hey, check downs is first downs as well too. So um, I agree with you on that as well. Well, I'm going to go with my number three. I'm going to go, I'm going to Hollywood, prime time. I'm going Marquise Brown here. I'm excited for him. I like that. Um, Yep, I'm excited for him, man. I'm excited for him going to Arizona. I hate things and go the well as supposed to in Baltimore. That's nothing here or there, but I think he's in a he fell in a great situation going to AZ. They're a hot team. They got a great defense. He don't have to necessarily be the number one. I always felt like he was good and strong in the slot, but he can show his versatility with the last two years in Baltimore. He showed you that he has the number one capability, but I think he's in a great system, especially being um I, having the other two studs, DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green, they signed him back as well, I think. And so he's in a great situation. Kyler Murray can use some of his talents as well, too. And I know they're going to use him, maybe Gadget as well. I would utilize his speed. So I think, you know, Marquis still last year had over 1,000 yards receiving, right at six touchdowns. And, you know, he felt like he didn't have one of his best years. But I think he's a strong candidate. I think that's a great opportunity for him and for Kyler Murray as well, too. So I'm excited to see what the AZ offense do with Hollywood, uh, bringing Hollywood to the the desert. And mind you, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first six games of the season because Mm -hmm. of that PED. PED. Yeah, so this is where a player such as Hollywood Brown – is really going to have an opportunity early into the season to establish himself. We know they already have that chemistry, that OU DNA with uh, Hollywood and Kyler Murray, you know, playing there. And so it looks like they picked up right where they left off. There's been a lot of positive reports out of OTAs in minicamp about that connection with Murray Mm -hmm. and uh, Marquise Trying to sign him long-term, too. Yeah, man. Uh, And so I'm excited. I think that guy can pop off. And let's, let's also not forget, JJ, that Arizona... Also has Rondale Moore, that super explosive yeah, yeah. Uh, slot guy that they drafted from last Purdue. year. Yeah, from Purdue. Yeah. And what? so now you have multiple guys that can take the top off of a defense. And so this is where Hollywood Brown, I think, is going to come in and be a big factor for that Arizona offense. So that's a good name right here. Now I'll go ahead and keep it in the wide receiver position group. And I think this is one that I think you would probably really like because – of just what has transpired with the organization. And I'm going to go all the way to the NFC North, and I'm not a fan. You know, you know, being a Cowboy fan, I despise mm-hmm. this team, JJ. And maybe you do too. <laughs> but the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely. <laughs> they got a wide receiver, 2021 third-round pick out of Clemson. His name's Amari Rodgers. And this is a guy that – had a very quiet rookie season, just four receptions, 45 yards. But because of that Devontae Adams trade, he is in line for an expanded role. I know the, the Packers, they went, drafted a couple receivers in the draft, Romeo Dubs out of Nevada. They right. went Christian Watson out of North yep. Dakota State. Dakota State yeah. But this guy, Amari Rogers, man, he's been flashing in a mandatory minicamp. You remember, he's coming from that Clemson program. He was uh-huh. uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence's, one of his top targets back there. And I really feel like this guy can can also make a name for himself here in 2022. You know Aaron Rodgers, man. He'll get the yeah. ball to anybody, right? Exactly. And so as long as Rodgers, maybe he can kind of be the, the new Randall Cobb in Green Bay. 
you know, a younger. He's not the biggest guy, 5'9", but he is a, a tough runner when he catches the ball. So Amari Rodgers is the guy that I'm keeping eyes on. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great pick. I do, man. I mean, listen, when you got number 12, one of arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, when you got him as your as your signal caller, you you can't go wrong. No matter what you call or what you have, you want to draw it up, what kind of defense you play, whatever it is, he's going to make it right. And with a guy like that, we all know how he you know developed Devontae Adams to the receiver he was, Randall Cobb back in his days as well, and he, I think he's still there as well. So. Yeah, I agree with you on that. If anybody can and can bring a, or have a breakout season or bring a, a wide receiver out is Aaron Rodgers for sure. All right, man, run the next one. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna keep it in the um, NFC South. Um, big target here. I'm gonna keep it here in Atlanta. I'm gonna go Cal Pitts. I, I'm, I'm excited for Cal, man. Cal, I had a ch- I had a chance to actually you know meet him and greet him and talk with him, man. And his size is. You know, they list him at 6'6", six, six, man, but he got to be every bit of 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, He's a big guy, man. He did a lot of great things. He has changed up the tight end position game as well. We all know, you know, that's a safety nightmare that you can have a tight end that can bump outside to a number one receiver. And, you know, you got to guard him one-on-one like a, another receiver. So I'm excited for Cal, man. He did a lot of great things last year, over 1,000 yards receiving as a rookie. Uh, he's a mismatch for linebackers. He's a mismatch for safety, how big he is. He run a 4-4 flat. He did a lot of great things. He came on strong towards the end of the year last year, even with, um, you know, with the, with the fruit, with new quarterback coming, not new quarterback, but new system coming in with Arthur Smith. You got Matt Ryan kind of leaving. You got him kind of merging as the new, you know, the face, the organization. And, and I think he's, he, he's, he's, he's good for another breakout season, man. I just don't see a lot of, a lot of people that can match up with him one-on-one for his size and his versatility. So I'm excited for Kyle. I think he's going to have an, another great year this year. Yeah, he definitely is on the rise, man. That guy is just a crazy athlete. I mean, he looks like, you look at his size, I mean, he can move like a receiver on the outside. They rolled his tape on draft night when he was taken by the Falcons, and they basically showed him lining up at every position as a wideout, you know, lining up in the slot, lining up as an mm-hmm. inline tight end. I mean, what, what can't the guy do? And so I'm definitely intrigued by his career not only this coming year but I mean that guy has a bright future and then I also think it's kind of cool JJ that Atlanta went with another big bodied wide out in Drake mm-hmm. London and what? so now you got two big targets for uh, Marcus Mariota we'll see how long he holds on to the job I know they drafted Desmond Ritter you know we'll see if he can develop but whoever is playing quarterback for the Falcons you're gonna <laughs> have two big targets right Right. So, like I say, you know, just with that kind of, you know, radius, you can throw it up any kind of way. 50-50 balls is mostly going to go in your direction and in your call. So I agree with it. All right, man. And here's my last one. All right. Offensive breakout player of the year. He is entering the final year of his deal. You know, he wants to maximize his worth this coming season. Personally, one of my favorite players, and I'm hoping that he's going to get a lot more touches. And, you know, I can't leave out a Dallas Cowboy. This is Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard right here, 25 years old. You know, he's proven himself to be a very efficient runner. 
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Running back twice, he averaged more than five yards per carry in 2021. I believe, and I think a lot of NFL pundits, I think would agree that in the playoffs against the Niners, Pollard should have probably gotten more touches. And this isn't taking anything away from Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I'm still a big Ezekiel Elliott fan. The guy is still producing. I know he dealt with a, a bone bruise that really hindered him last year. The O-line maybe took a step back. But Tony Pollard, I mean, it's hard to deny the talent he has, J.J. I mean, an explosive, one-cut type of guy. You get him in space, and he's going to hurt you defensively. And so I think... Tony Pollard, hopefully Kellen Moore starts dialing him up a little bit. I've seen some reports that they're lining him up at wide receiver now, getting him the ball. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is a year that Tony Pollard can come forward, can uh, maximize his worth as he gets ready for free agency. Man, I think that's a great pick, man. Uh, I've been watching Tony for the last year or so, and I think he did a great job. Every time he get in here, he is electrifying. He's a home run hitter. But he also is a mismatch puzzle, too, kind of similar. He can line you up out wide with your linebackers, beat you one-on-one in space, uh, can take it to distance, and can run between the tackles, too. I think that's a great pick, and I'm excited for Tony Pollard and um, what he does this year. Well, I'm going to finish it off. Um, you, had, you had one of his co-partners. I'm going to go the opposite side of him with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going Michael Pittman, Jr. I like him, man. I like, I, I've been a fan of his coming out of USC. Uh, he had a great year coming in. He contributed immediately as a rookie. Um, last year, he had over right at 1,000 yards, 82,082. Uh, big body frame guy, another play-action guy. I think Matt Ryan likes a lot, too. Kind of similar to number 11, who he had in Atlanta with Julio. Um, I think they got some similarities, such as can run, can have good vertical speed as well. Big body can body you out. Um, so I'm excited for what he can do in that offense in Indy, man. Like I said, Indies, they, they look scary, man, on paper. I, I can't wait to see how they do in camp and how they come together preseason and everything. But I think Michael Pittman man, is a great big body guy that I like coming off um, with a great veteran quarterback that can get it to him. Big body similar to, uh, like I say, Julio and what Matt Ryan's kind of used to coming, maybe coming off the play action with Jonathan Taylor running the ball good this year as well, too. So I'm excited for Michael Pittman Jr. up in Indy. 
Yeah, Michael Pittman's another one of my guys. Interviewed him coming out of USC. First class players, gets it done both on the field in preparation. And so he's a guy I think is is also um, getting explored at the seams. And, and I like the connection you made there, JJ. Matt Ryan, we all know how he and Julio dominated um, mm-hmm. for a decade in Atlanta. And so now he gets a young version of that in Michael Pittman that- Jr. And so I think that's going to be a nice recipe for Matt Ryan in, in Indianapolis. Well, let's go ahead and flip it over now to defense. And I know this is June 20th, right? And this is the point of the podcast is an exercise to kind of talk about who our top five defenses are entering the 2022 season. Now, this is based on the current depth chart right now. Of course, there's still a lot of unanswered questions about who's going to be the starter. There's moving pieces. of. Unfortunately, there's injuries, and so things will change before the actual opening week of the regular season. But as it stands right now, based off looking at the personnel that defenses have, I know you, JJ, you have a special Mm -hmm. eye for defenses. We've talked about some of these teams over the last couple of weeks, and so I think it would be cool to share, hey, this is where we stand. This is why we think this defense is going to be dominant. And so with that being said, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so this is where we roll right here. So I'll uh, go with my number one, then you'll share your number one, and we'll go down to five. Um, And we'll just kind of go back and forth and see how we feel. But number one, I'm going with a little bit of of an unknown, all right? And this is a team that always perennially has a top five, top seven defense. And uh, we talked about them last week a little bit. But I'm going to say the New Orleans Saints, JJ. There we go. Cam Jordan. Marcus Davenport, Demario Davis, a severely underrated linebacker. You got the Honey Badger. You got Marcus May, Marshawn Lattimore, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and then Dennis Allen now, who's the uh, full-time head coach, right? Chris Richard is there in New Orleans. And so he is a a co-defensive coordinator, also coaching up the secondary along with Ryan Nielsen, who's the D-line coach there. And so when you look at the personnel – the dominant type of impact players they have there. And then you look at the coaching staff with Dennis Allen overseeing the defense. Richard is is getting his hands dirty with that group. They're going to be a problem this coming yeah. season. Yeah, I, I agree with you. When you have those type of cal- uh, caliber coaches, not only with the experience, but with the physicality and the, also the mentality that they bring. Chris Richard was a Chris. Richard was a great coach. Um, he's amazing. He's a player's coach. They can relate with him. I can relate with him. He's bringing that energetic spirit that defenses need, and I think those key players that you mentioned are going to feed off that and be uh, be dominant again this year. All right, who's your uh, number one? Number one, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Ooh. I'm going Los Angeles Chargers, man. I am a, I'm excited for them. I am. If I was out there with – uh, during with James, I would be blown away right now because they got Khalil Mack on one side and Joey Bowes on the other one. And listen, that is a quarterback nightmare when you got both of those to defend <laughs> coming out for you with the defense that they have, with the addition of J.C. Jackson, the lockdown corner. Oh, uh, man, you got Durham with James at the safety position. And those guys are, those guys are just going to be pinning their ears back and playing phenomenal great football and take a lot of pressure off of them so they can showcase their talents and they um and their attributes and abilities as well too. So I'm excited for the Chargers. And don't forget about Asante Samuel Jr. You know right. 
emerging as a young corner as well. Yeah, that's going to be a nasty front seven, and that Chargers D is going to be loaded. Now, number two, all right, I'm going to keep it in L.A., but I'm going to go with the Rams. All right. The Rams, they retain Raheem Morris, which I think was really big. He did a great job last year, obviously, en route to a Super Bowl victory. But, I mean, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and then they go out and they sign Bobby Wagner from their uh, division rivals. You got Leonard Floyd on the opposite end, Jordan Fuller in the secondary, Taylor Rapp, another guy that's very well capable of covering some ground. I think this uh, defense, they're going to pick up right where they left off back in 2021. Aaron Donald, as long as that guy is playing and as long as Jalen Ramsey is there, this defense is going to wreak havoc against yeah. opposing yeah. offenses. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, that, that, that is a hey, listen. When you got 99 on your team, man, anything, anything goes. So I'm excited for that, man. Like I said, with the other key pieces that you mentioned, uh, the Rams is uh, absolutely not going to be far off from where they left off from last year. All right, number two. Number two, I'm going to go with me, my guy, man, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go with them, number two. Um, I play with Todd Bowles. I know I love his scheme. I love the way he come and get after the quarterback and his blitz-heavy um, defensive schemes. Uh, they got a lot of guys coming back. You got uh, Devin White, cat quick linebacker. He's got to play with a lot of energy, man. If that's somebody I would have loved to play with, absolutely a big fan of his, the way he fly around sideline to sideline and put his passion in it and put his play on the, well, uh, on the field as well. I had a chance to play with Devontae, um, Levante David. He was a great linebacker. He's been a stud there for over the last nine to ten years, so I'm excited for him as well. Like I said, you got Shaq Barrett coming back, Antoine Whitfield back in the secondary. I think they signed Keon O'Neal from Dallas. Uh, we all know how, you know, the dime linebacker emerged as one of my favorite positions as well, emerged truly and originally from Todd Bowles. So if anybody know how to use that checks piece, um, other than Dan Quinn, it would be Todd Bowles as well with that uh, with the defense that he uses and the way he uses um, safeties as well. That Bucks defense ain't going nowhere. And then they go and sign Akeem Hicks, man, to go pair with uh-huh. Vita Vea up front. So it's going to be a, a nightmare trying to run on that Tampa Bay front. So, yeah, that's a good name. Number three for me, though, you had him as your number one. But the L.A. Chargers, I mean, not much else to say. You covered it. You got Khalil Mack. You got Bosa coming off the edge. Those uh-huh. guys are, are going to do some damage Big fan of Derwin James, Nasir Adderley, who's another safety that doesn't get talked a a whole lot about, but he is physical. And then Asante Samuel Jr. is there, J.C. Jackson. So that Chargers D, man, they're set up. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Uh, I'm going to go with my number three. I'm going to go Devil Broncos. I'm excited to see what these guys can do over here in my high, man. Also, with all, we always talk about the offense of the uh, scheme that they have in Russell Wilson. We all know what kind of great quarterback he is and the caliber and what type of mentality he brings, winning mentality he brings. But Devil Broncos do a great job on the defensive side, too. I like Patrick Sertan in young corner emerging. Uh, Bradley Chubb coming off the edge. I've always been a fan of uh, Justin Simmons in the back end, roam around and does the things he does. He's changed the safety position as well to be able to come up and cover tight ends and also cover the deep post as well. So I'm excited. They added Randy Gregler from Dallas. Um, I always I got a chance to play with Randy. Randy was great speed-wise. All his first two or three steps is unbelievable. One of the best in the game at it coming around the edge, and I'm excited to see him and his new team um, in Denver. 
Man, that was a tough pill to swallow with that uh, Randy Gregory free agency fiasco. You know, everybody thought he was going back to Dallas, and then he goes to Denver. That's a big loss, man. He's he's always been one of my favorite players. Obviously, played in Nebraska, so I'm a, I'm a Nebraska college football fan, and so I think he's going to be nice in Denver. They got a lot of talent there. So number four for me, and this is kind of tough, man, because there's a lot of good talent across the NFL, but I went ahead and gave it to uh, Leslie Frazier's defense, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, nice. Vaughn Miller, huge pickup. Greg Rousseau, Ed Oliver, Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Hyde, Taron Johnson, and then they drafted Kyra Lamb out of Florida uh, in the first round, that corner, man. So, this is a, a defense that not only is returning a lot of the same players, but when you go and get an MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Von Miller, and then you go ahead and you draft Kyrie Lamb, this is a, a defense that once again is going to make life very difficult, especially for the AFC East. You're playing them twice a year. And that secondary, JJ, I mean, White, Poyer, High, Johnson, those guys know how to lock it down. And so Buffalo, as long as their talent remains and Leslie Frazier remains as D.C., they're always going to be a top defense. Yeah, Buffalo is Bill's Mafia, baby. They they got a rolling up there on the defense, on both sides of the ball. Uh, they're going to be in the playoff contenders for a while. And like you say, I like the two safeties there and Hyde and Poirier, those guys are amazing at what they do. They did a good job of covering zones. They do a good job of coming down hill, filling the alley, and, and they have great speed and great instincts, man. I'm excited uh, for the Bills Mafia as well. I'm going to go with my number four here, and I'm going to go Ravens. Um, we all know what Baltimore stands for. We all know what they came from and the pedigree that they come with behind Harbaugh, and um, I think they're going to have a good style of defense this year. I like a couple of additions they added in with Kyle Hamilton. I like the pick they got, Mark, uh, Marcus Williams, the safety from New Orleans Saints. Uh, you got Marlon Humphrey coming back on the other side. You got Peters coming off of injuries. Uh, I'm a, I think highly of him. He's been playing at a high level for a very long time, and I think he's going to come back to prove off his injury as well. I like Patrick Quinn in the middle. Uh, can't go wrong with Calais Campbell as well. So those guys are stacked, man. They got people around that feel, feel – Fill their roles to the best of their ability. They still attack um, a top 10 defense. They know how to attack. And um, I'm excited to see what Baltimore Ravens do with their new additions as well. Yeah, and don't forget about uh, Odafe Owe, the edge right. rusher. Yeah, another big dude. And then, of course, they're under uh, New D.C. Talked about this a little bit last week. Mike McDonald uh, brought him back from Michigan. Does have prior experience coaching the NFL. So, yeah, that Baltimore Ravens. And they're one of the defenses that, man, I had on the fringe. I was like, it's hard leaving them out of my top five. But, yeah, I'm glad you brought them up. Because to close out my top five, J.J., I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. And I know that uh -huh. you and I discussed this defensive unit at length. Joe uh -huh. Woods there, the D.C., Miles Garrett. They re-signed Jadavion Clowney. They have a very young, intriguing linebacker in Jeremiah Wusu-Koromora. Denzel Ward locked him up. Grant Delpit at safeties finally healthy. They also got John Johnson the third back there. Greedy Williams. Cleveland defense, when you look at them on paper, I mean, there's not a whole lot of defenses that can meet their talent level. It's just a matter of them coming out and executing. But definitely, I had to add Cleveland to my top five. Right. Nice, man. I know I spoke briefly on them. I told you the guys that they have out there on the corner, they got their own islands already, man. These guys are year two, three, and maybe four. So uh, I'm excited for that defense. Like I said, you can't go wrong either with Miles Garrett coming off the edge as your pass rusher. So I think that's a great pick. 
And uh, I'm gonna go last but not least, man. You know, I'm gonna go home with my home team, uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, yes, I'm excited sir. for what they can do this year. Um, I'm excited not only for that, but just for Dan Quinn, man. Like I said, I think highly of Coach Quinn. He did a great job with the schemes he do. He know how to break it down and put players in their position to be made the best out of them. Uh, we all see the work that he's done. Michael Parsons, you got Anthony Brown coming in that corner. I like Jerome Curse, what he's done. He's changed the safety game as well from that big dime um, safety, a linebacker position, strong safety position as well. You got Malik Hooker coming back. I played with him in Indy. He's a ball, a ball hawk, Roman safety with great size that can fill the alley as well, too. And then you got the ball hawk, Trevion Diggs, on the other side. So I'm excited for this, this Dallas defense. And like I say, man, they, they got DeMarcus, Ware, DeMarcus Lawrence coming off the edge. I'm taking it back to 2013 with me. But, uh, but yeah, DeMarcus Lawrence coming off the edge. And, um, this, and I'm just excited for it, man. Coach Quinn does a, a great job day in and day out. And like I say, line of those guys up and let them play ball at the best of their ability and just play fast because in this league, that's what you want. That's what you need. The game is already hard enough, but you can simplify it and put guys in position to be the best of their ability and nobody greater than Dan Quinn. That's music to my ears right there, JJ. The Dallas Cowboys, man. Yeah, Micah Parsons, Trevon Diggs. And then, you know, I'm excited about these two guys. The first one, Jabril Cox, the linebacker at LSU, huh. who he tore his ACL. He was starting to play a little bit last year. He should be ready to go in week one. I'm excited to see him pair up with Micah. I mean, that's a lot of athleticism on the field at the linebacker position. And then I'm also really excited to see what their uh, second round pick Sam Williams brings to the table out of Ole Miss. I mean, the guy mm-hmm. led the SEC with 15 and a half sacks. You know, a guy that a lot of people say is Micah Parsons' twin. They look very similar. And so, yeah, man, I'm excited to see what what Dan Quinn, the next steps he takes uh, in 2022. And so the Dallas Cowboys, they're a unit that I think has a lot of potential, a lot of youth, young players, hungry players. And so I would agree with that, man. The only thing I would add to that, JJ, is I do think Dallas needs to give you a call, man, and bring you back. There you go. There you go. I'm ready for it. I'm definitely we're ready for it and excited for it, man. I think so, too. I think I can bring some, a great passion, a different type of view to that defense and come in and, and do a nice role for them, too. So tell Dallas, man, I'm ready and excited and that I'll be ready for what when they call. Hey, man, it's still real early, JJ. You got you got a lot of time, man, to catch on before the season. So hopefully, hopefully it works out. I'd love to see you back in Dallas. But there you have it, man. I mean, we gave our top five defenses. We gave some breakout offensive players. You have it all right here on the Pro Football Chase podcast, man. And again, we're just trying to fill the gap, man. We're all excited for the football season. We know that training camp, like I said at the top of the podcast, is about a month away. Hopefully this content can keep listeners fulfilled with the NFL talk. It's always a pleasure, man. I always tell you it's fun kind of picking your brain about these defenses. You know so much about the different positions and what the roles are. And so you bring that player aspect to the podcast. And so I've received a lot of positive feedback from listeners with the type of content that we're producing here. Oh, man, I thank you. I thank you. Like I say, this platform is is amazing. Like I say, it brings a lot of different point of views, a lot of different perspective. Um, Isaac, you do a great job, man. You're somebody that's passionate, passionate, and really love the game. And that's hard to find, you know, nowadays, too. There's a lot of people that do a lot of stuff on the internet, but I can tell you're really passionate and love what you do. So I appreciate you for using me and giving me the opportunity to be on your platform that you have um, have here. And I'm excited for what the future holds. If you're available to do the podcast, it gets real fun. Pick- 
picking these games and you get to get into the nitty gritty. So it's a lot of fun, man. And uh, I'm glad you're a part of it. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Take care and God bless. All right. You too. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.